Some movies have it. Others don't. Blonde, 2022, unlike its subject, Marilyn Monroe, doesn't have it, which is too bad because Anna de Armas is terrific in the lead role as Norma Jean, aka Marilyn Monroe, but this fictional account of the life of Monroe based on the novel by Joyce Carol Oates just never came to life for me. It didn't grab me at the outset, nor did it pull me in later as it went along, and for a movie that runs nearly three hours, that's a long time to be uninvolved. A very long time. The first issue I had with this movie is why do we need a fictional account of the life of Marilyn Monroe? Wasn't her real life fascinating and tragic enough? I couldn't really wrap my head around the idea. Sure, it's based on the Joyce Carol Oates novel, but again, why? I was especially distracted by this in this day and age where a growing number of political leaders make their living promoting fictional accounts as true, and so this whole notion didn't sit well with me here in 2022. That being said, I went in with an open mind, and was ready to enjoy this one regardless, but the film itself prevented me from doing so. Blonde, which is rated NC-17 for strong sexual content, nudity, rape and child abuse, is now streaming on Netflix and playing at some theaters. Most of the content here is typical of our rated films. The one exception is a rather vulgar scene between Monroe and JFK vulgar in the way the president treats Monroe. But this is all fiction so. It doesn't resonate as it otherwise would. The film opens with a young Norma Jean living with her alcoholic and abusive mom, Julianne Nicholson, giving the film a very unpleasant first few minutes which seemed to go on forever before finally cutting to an adult Norma Jean, Anna de Armas, as she first breaks into the film industry. And in this story, she gets her first role after being raped by the studio head. He has his way sexually with her, and then he gives her the role. Again, fictional account. This never happened. The rest of the movie follows Monroe's traumatic life and career, following its factual path through movies she made and the lover she had, but all with a fictional twist, right up until her tragic death in 1962 at the age of 36. Blonde tries to be stylish, and director Andrew Dominic mixes black and white cinematography into the mix, as well as different variants of color photography, and even inserts de Armas into real scenes from Marilyn Monroe's movies where de Armas stands side by side with the real actors from those movies. Yet, none of this worked for me. In terms of style, Blonde is vastly inferior to another biopic from earlier this year, Elvis, 2022, by Baz Luhrmann. That film had me hooked within its opening seconds and it never looked back. Blonde, in spite of all its technical innovations, labors from start to finish. A large part of the problem is its pacing. It moves like a snail, and never builds on what has come before it. It just moves from one plot point to another. It really could have used some serious editing. There are some impressive acting performances. I've been a fan of Anna de Armas for a while, and she is making a ton of movies these days. We just saw her in The Grey Man, 2022, and before that in the James Bond movie No Time to Die, 2021. Her performance as an A. I being was one of the better parts of Blade Runner 2049, 2017. Here, she gives it her all as Marilyn Monroe, and at times she is good enough to lose herself in the role, and you think you are watching the real Monroe. Other times, however, the Armas Cuban accent is still detectable. If Blonde had been a better movie, this distinction would have worked better because it would have supported the notion that this is a fictional account and not a true biography, but the film just isn't up to the task, and so I imagine De Armas' accent will only irritate Marilyn Monroe fans. Bobby Cannavale turns in a fine performance as the ex-athlete, based of course on Joe DiMaggio, 
who famously married Marilyn Monroe and Adrian Brody is even better as the playwright, based on Arthur Miller, who married Monroe after she and DiMaggio divorced. Neither one of these two have much of an impact here though, since neither actor is in the movie all that much. The screenplay by director Andrew Dominic based on the novel by Joyce Carol Oates falls flat and then some. I was amazed at how much I did not like this movie. Considering the subject matter, Marilyn Monroe, the actor in the lead, Anna de Armas, and the impressive-looking cinematography. None of it comes together. The story struggles. It's hard to wrap one's head around the narrative because it's a fictional account of a real person, and so these traumatic events which shaped Monroe's life, didn't actually happen, at least not in the way as depicted in this movie. For me, the bottom line is this, did this really happen to Monroe? No. So, why do I care? The short answer? I don't. So, in spite of tremendous potential, Plond was a huge disappointment. Monroe and her fans deserve better. I give it one and a half stars. End. Rating system. Four stars excellent. Three stars very good. Two stars fair. One star poor. Zero stars awful.